serve it up to the whiskey run dry you take your sugar and take your sweets and welcome everybody to lunacy podcast my name is tony i'm here with dave david and connor dave stevens david sterling connor ennis i am tony peranzi it is Sunday, guys, the day after the Loons played in Montreal. We will unfortunately talk about that game a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I was not in town this weekend, guys. I was in the great town of Duluth, Minnesota, uh, with my family, where I was able to go to four different breweries uh, up there. Three of which are new breweries, so I'll be able to drink a new brewery on the podcast for the next three weeks. Uh, and the last one was my favorite brewery, uh, Castle Danger Brewing in Two Harbors. I uh, made it up there and uh, was amazing to go in there and just like get a beer from the tap instead of drinking from a can all the time. Uh, to have a cream ale and just be like, oh, directly from the tap. Great place. They have done an amazing job in their they they redid they redid their whole back patio now. They got bocce ball out there. They got uh well, they have of course bags. They have a food truck out there. Uh I think it's out there every every day. Uh and they got a big a big space. That patio is awesome. Like many yeah. tiers, heating lamps, uh, you name it. They got everything out there. It's great. Tony, you did it right. I I you know, as I said on the podcast a while back, I made it up to to Castle Danger for the for my first time back in the depths of winter, back in the depths of winter back in January. So you were smart. Mm-hmm. You went up in June this past weekend. So good for you. But it was still awesome to be there. Glad I will say it. this. I will say this. Duluth weather, guys, is crazy because Friday we get there and it's like super nice. It's like 75 degrees. It's sunny outside. No wind. The lake looks crystal clear. We're down at Canal Park. There's tons of people down there. It's it's fantastic. Wake up Saturday and it's like misting outside. It's in the 50s. Wind's coming off the lake. It's gross. And then we go up to uh, Castle Danger and it was like, yeah, the heater heaters were on up there. People were wearing like, well, it's northern Minnesota. So even when it's in the 50s, people still wear shorts and kind of dress lightly. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's like night and day. It's weird. But uh, yeah, so I had a good time up there. Um, and uh enjoyed some a lot of beers enjoyed uh, walking around got to glensheen mansion um nice. i got to uh for like my 10th time going there i mean I've, I've been there so many times it's crazy i've never been there i've always really? wanted to oh, i never you, got there yeah yeah well it's cool, it's cool now they don't even they used to be all tours like you had to take a the tour guide led you through right well now yeah. it's you can get a guided tour or you can get a you can do a self-guided tour oh nice which is so much nicer because you do it, go at your own pace and kind of just like, you know, walk through these areas or whatever. Uh, and they expanded down there. So now the, the, down on the beach there, they have a big boathouse that was for years was kind of like decrepit looking. And now they put rocks in down there and created a whole like rock beach. And now I guess bands play up on that boathouse. And then the kayakers come. They have like different events during the weekends. It's it's freaking nuts. It's cool. Awesome. So that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, uh, Duluth doesn't disappoint me uh, at all when I go there. But uh, that's a great city. Yeah, it's yeah. a great city. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I could only get to four breweries because otherwise the kids and the wife would have been like, "Yeah, <laughs> let's we're done. We're done with this shit." <laughs> Even the kids yesterday were pissed off. Like the brewery I went to yesterday in Canal Park, they were pissed off we were there. I'm like, 
you guys got to go to Action Park and play video games for an hour. Now I get to come here and have a beer for a half an hour. Okay, that's how it works. So, um, one final thing about Duluth, guys, I did not know. And this is, I haven't been up there for a couple of years. So we're driving down Canal Park. And then we started walking in Canal Park. And there's a bunch of shops and stuff. And we go by this place called the Saratoga. And it says live jazz music every night. I'm like, oh, cool. It's like a jazz bar, right? Whatever. And so the next day we're driving down there and it says live jazz tonight, all girl review starting at seven o'clock. I'm like thinking, what? So I look it up. It's a fucking strip club down there now. Mm-hmm. They turned this old jazz place, the Saratoga, into a freaking strip club, like right in the middle of Canal Park. Okay. And I'm going, this is a weird spot for a strip club in Duluth. Just it's, yeah, it's family is. stuff, family stuff all over the place. And you got a strip club in there. I don't know how they made that work. But there it is, right there. So I I remember the last time I was in Canal Park, there was a there was like a a antique shop that we went Mm -hmm. into, and I was wandering around, lots of cool stuff. If you're into antiquing, and in the front there was a glass case and was filled with Nazi paraphernalia, and I was like what like i wasn't even paying attention to it like i kind of walked past it and i just kind of caught it out of the corner of my eye and i was like what the hell and it was just chock full of nazi paraphernalia i thought it was weird that's just odd right i mean that is super odd wow but i guess there there are a lot of people who are you know world war ii buffs and they collect things from all sides and it's just you know historical artifact stuff but it was still like oh okay it's a, uh, I, I, I tell you what, guys, if I lived up in Duluth, I'd be spending all my summer weekends in Canal Park. That's where I'd be. I mean, there's just yeah, so many restaurants place. and things going on down there. It's it's nuts. So um, what'd you guys get up to this weekend? Anything fun? Uh, Connor, did you do anything fun this weekend? Yeah, we had a fun weekend. Um, it was uh, a friend of ours daughter's birthday down in Lakeville this weekend. So we went down there and... Um, we they they have a big backyard and Austin got to play on the the big like swing set playground and loved going down the slide and uh they had some some good IPA some good beers and uh, my buddy Phil down there is also a big beer buff and uh he's got a beer fridge with tons and tons of stickers from around uh from around the country um some nice. from Denver some from Seattle some from uh Austin Texas from everywhere pretty much everywhere. Uh, so that was, I had him <clears throat> bringing me through, I had him bringing me through that for probably a good 20 minutes just to see, uh, uh, you know, what were his favorites. And there was, I mean, it was, it was pretty cool to hear about all these. Um, other than that, we got, we got back home after that. Austin went down for a nap and, uh, um, yeah, basically for the rest of the day we just chilled. My wife went out for my wife went out, so uh, I got the night in alone with Austin. And today was just a chilling day. Um, we went on. We've been just chilling off, just the three of us. So all in all, it was pretty cool. A pretty nice weekend. Nice man, nice. Yeah. Dave, what do you have going on this weekend? Anything good? Yeah, no, I had a, a real good weekend. I actually sh- sh- um, actually got back from Canada, actually, as it were, uh, on Friday oh, yeah. afternoon. I was up in Winnipeg for work, so not, not anywhere near Montreal, but uh, first time in Winnipeg, so that was nice to spend the past week working up there and came back Friday and 
had a chance to see some friends and um, yeah, Tony, I got to say, I, I missed uh, going out to lunch with you on Saturday and, and, and Kelly and, and the in-laws. So that was a big mm-hmm. hole in my weekend, but, uh, but it was. no made up, made up for it a little bit. Uh, actually ended up going back down to the site of uh, Connor's graduation party last night at St. Louis park tavern to meet up with some friends that who I haven't seen in a little while. And, oh uh, so, yeah. So that was oh, nice. Yeah. I, you know, when I, so I ended up listening to the game the first 25 minutes on the radio and then didn't get to see as much, obviously, when I was there, as it turned out, maybe that was a good thing. But uh, no, good Saturday. Didn't, then uh, Didn't get to or didn't want to? I think it was didn't, <laughs> didn't get to. I had fully planned on, on watching it. This kind of came up last minute and I, I didn't want to turn the invitation down. I really didn't. So I figured I'd listen to as much as I could and then, of course, mm-hmm. come back and watch the replay. Mm-hmm. I, you know. I probably should have, but I did manage and go back and watch the, the low lights, I should say. Do you but anyway. Do you like harming yourself by watching highlights? <laughs> I, I, feel like I, 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 I no really didn't want fault, to. Yeah, no one would have faulted you if you would have just not watched. Right. You, know, I mean, you, you know what? It's funny. So obviously I knew the outcome before I didn't go back and watch. And you know what? I shouldn't have watched because I, I you know, I knew the outcome. I knew what was going to happen. But honestly, while watching it, I just my mood dropped significantly i could tell i'm like why did i yeah. put myself through this why did yeah. i do it well? so anyways anyways um yeah good weekend and then uh, actually today i can tell by just looking at myself i i was back down at canterbury park uh to mm. watch some live horse racing and uh, oh. uh so yeah that was a fun fun end of the weekend and then of course jumping on here so good weekend i'll be down at canterbury next sunday for father's day Oh, our awesome. normal thing we usually do. Uh, nice. We actually able to get cabanas this this year. I reserved hmm. cabanas for us, which is we've always wanted to do that. So, we'll oh wow, very nice. Yep, yeah, it was pretty cool. So, David, what did you have going on in Florida this weekend? Uh, not much. Uh, wife had to work one of her random managerial weekends, so I had the kids yesterday. Kind of hung out with kids. <laughs> Uh, did a lot of preparing for hurricane season. No, nope. uh, setting up the generator, getting stuff in place for that. Because you know that's a thing we have to do down here. Um, you know, other than that, you know, I went out and bought some beer today, and one of which will be on in a minute. Um, yeah, that picture you sent us. Weekend. That picture you sent us was uh, was a thing of beauty, there, David. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, what's funny, and I feel really weird about this, because I've lived here now for almost two years, and I don't know if Total Wine had a very limited section, which they have since upgraded, or if I have walked into Total Wine completely oblivious to anything around me, because I never knew that aisle six existed, and they had a shit ton of craft beer from, I mean, all over the state, but all over, all over the country. And yes. I swear that didn't exist like a few months ago, but I'm guessing I was wrong. So I went in there thinking, oh, I'm looking for a very particular beer um, that I saw they had online. And all of a sudden I was like, I need a basket. And then I had a basket and then I was like, I may need a cart. Um, but I fought the urge and I left with a basket, but still, yeah, it was, a, it was a good collection. Well, I kind of thought when you sent us that picture, I thought that was the beer for the afternoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, well, we see you on the pod later tonight. I wasn't yeah, sure. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what are the neighbors yeah. doing right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, great. Well, let's talk about beers, guys, because we're all drinking tonight. And I think all of us drank heavily yesterday during the game. I know I did uh, okay. from yeah. from the Texas Roadhouse uh, across the street from the uh, hotel I was staying at. But uh, I'll go first because I this is my first beer from Duluth. One of my stops when I was up there. It is from Fitgers Brewing. Now, if you guys don't know the history of Fitgers, Fitgers you know. was the oldest brewery in Duluth. Uh, it started out as uh, like uh, Brewery Creek, and that was Lake Superior Brewery. And then August Fitger came in there and turned into Fitgers. Um, they shut down in the 19, I think it was the 1970s. They ended brewing. And then back in the 80s, they reopened the complex to have hotel rooms and some restaurants and retail. And then back in, I think in the 90s, they started to start brewing their own beers again. And really, when the craft brew thing started hitting Duluth, they really upped their ante a little bit. And now they got a Vickers Brewery is there once again. And Where is uh, that, it's a cool. Tony? It's right off of uh, Superior Street, uh, up on the north end of Duluth. So okay. you're downtown, you go north, and it's up in that area. There is it still yeah. the same location where it's all those you walk through this inside walkway and there's shops yep. and the breweries yep. right there. Okay. Yeah. Yep, and yep. there's the yep. hotel yep. right by it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh. They actually have a luxury <clears throat> hotel in there now, which is crazy. But uh, yeah. So I remember when I was a kid, they had a Chi Chi's in there. We always go to Chi Chi's when we went to Duluth because <laughs> those are the nearest Chi Chi's to us up on the Iron Range. So um, I'm drinking from Fitgers, their Lighthouse Golden Ale, which is uh, 4.4%. The Golden Ale, the ale it says it perfectly balances, balances being light, crispy, and right, crisp and flavorful. This American Golden Ale has soft malt flavor and a gentle, noble hop aroma that sparkles in the summer sun. So there you go. It's a fantastic light ale. It's perfect. It's light. I didn't want anything too heavy this tonight because uh, I was drinking all weekend. Uh, but uh, yeah, great brewery, Fitgers Brewery, if you get up to Duluth. Um, we always hear about Bent Paddle and we hear about, uh, you know, Castle Danger and we hear about, you know, some of the other ones too. But uh, Fitgers is one that you should really get to because it's kind of in a nice old location and it's cool, the history around that place, so. Yeah. Uh, David, what do you got from the land of Florida tonight? So I have, uh, fitting for the podcast, the Ole 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 Pale Ale. <laughs> uh, it's got a soccer ball on it and everything. Yeah. It is from Ology, I think Ology Brewing in Tallahassee. Um, it, they actually released it specifically for the uh, World Cup last winter it is citrus mosaic strata and simcoe hops it is it's really borderline ipa um it's dry hopped uh it it kind of i i guess for minnesotans it's it's kind of like a summit epa but it's it's turned up a notch or even Sierra Nevada pale ale, but turned up a little bit. Um, five and a half percent alcohol. Um, it's got a really nice bready flavor to it. I'd like to think, 
Um, but there's a sweetness to it too. Uh, it's it's interesting. Um, don't know how to describe it, but it's it's very good. Um, I I think it might be a bit heavy to drink a bunch on, and by heavy I mean bitter. Um, to drink a bunch on a hot hot summer afternoon. Um, but it's very good. I, I like it. It's it's yeah, like I said, it's right in between that pale ale and the IPA. Uh, and I would say that it's leaning heavily towards the West Coast style um, when it comes to that. But yeah, it's, nice. it's it's quite good. Yeah, good deal. So that's two new breweries on the podcast this week. Can we get a third one, Connor? What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I do not have a new brewery tonight. I ended up going down to one in my very own neck of the woods and one that we know very well, Wicked Wart. Um, yes, very good. And uh, I got a crawler of their Hazy Planet, uh, which is, as you can guess, a hazy IPA, 6.7. Uh, the cool thing about this crawler is that uh, it's not on tap anymore. Uh, they're just kind of selling crawlers from the brewery. Uh, so I got it at it at I got it at a, on a sale price. Uh, so it's only eight dollars, whereas most of them, I believe, were. 10 i think 10 dollars for a crawler down at uh wicked wart and it's a good and it's a good one it's uh it's hoppy and hazy which uh is very in my experience is very unusual uh but um it's uh it it's very smooth it, i need to refresh my taste buds there um very smooth very um uh shall we say a, a little bit of that almost sweet taste i guess um which is again weird for an ipa but uh it's very good they still got tons of them down at wicked wart if uh, so if you want a discounted uh, crawler head down to wicked wart and get yourself a hazy planet good deal and finally dave what are you drinking tonight i also do not have a new brewery but a, a oldie but but a good one, I should say, oldie but a goodie. Uh, I actually was kind of surprised to find this. I I did not have a chance to get to any breweries this weekend. Shocking, I know. But uh, ended up, so going to my local liquor store, this was actually top 10 liquors in Plymouth. But I ended up finding beers from Dual Citizen, which out in my neck oh, of the woods, West, West Metro, I don't know that I've ever seen cans yeah. in my area um before so i was kind of excited so i was kind of browsing looking for something interesting to have in the pod and this i, I couldn't move off of it so i and i i'm not sure if i've had this particular beer before or not but so certainly not a brewer, new brewery from dual citizen but uh i ended up going with sip my grits so that's a saison um and i know i've had a saison at the brewery on tap so it might be one of their specialties i actually went on their website just to double check and they don't currently have it on tap but um they do have a saison on tap but not this particular one and this is quite good and i don't drink a lot of saisons this is actually i guess you'd consider this and a majority of saisons uh, as a farmhouse ale um and this particular one is is fairly pale i'd say um relatively light as they go but it's what i what strikes me the most is it's kind of spiciness which is typical but really delicious i can't nail down exactly what spices that'd be but just it has like it has a subtle fruity aroma to it um spicy spiciness is nice 
Um, and it's quite dry, I'd say, but uh, in a way that makes it refreshing. So it's, and it's only 5.1% alcohol ABV and 15 IBU. So it's very drinkable, I guess you'd say. And I've been a fan of dual citizens beers before, so I'm no, no surprise that I enjoyed this one, I guess. And uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I really like Saison's. Um, I mean, they, they might be some of my favorite beers because they usually are very refreshing, but they're mm -hmm. like crisp. Like mm -hmm. Dave, like yeah. you said, they're, they're kind of, they're usually pretty dry, but they're, they're very refreshing. They're straw colored. They're not, yep. there's not a lot of body to them. Yeah. I mean, I've, I don't know. I've never, I don't know that I've ever had a farmhouse Saison that I haven't appreciated. It's, they're usually solid beers. They're yeah. Very this one is, and I, I guess I don't drink enough of them. So maybe that'll, maybe they'll change as we get yeah. into the summer season. Well, great. Good beers all around, guys. Uh, before we get into the game, which we have to talk about, um, we don't, but we, we don't do. Uh, we don't have to. And this is um, enough, too. Yeah. yeah. We did, uh, we did uh, do an interview before this podcast with our good friend, Samantha Woj. Uh, you guys probably heard of her off Twitter. She's the one who does all the paintings with the uh, different like basketballs and things. So we had a little interview with her uh, before we did this podcast. So take a listen and enjoy. And I'd like to welcome Samantha Woj back to the Lunacy Podcast. The first time she's been on since last year, and uh, what a year it's been for you, Sam. I mean, it's it's been it's been crazy, right? Yes, I mean, thank you so much for inviting me back. It's been, and I can't even describe how much of a crazy year it's been, and how many projects I've done that I never thought I would ever do in like a million years. Honestly, it's been a big year. <laughs> So you you were on a podcast with us last year. You said it was our fir your first interview ever, right? I mean, we yeah. were like your first ones. And then all of a sudden, like, you blow up and you start going on, like, local stations in Canada. And then you're doing stuff for the NHL teams up there, unveilings. And you're getting all these, like, uh, votes for the best. I, it was It's crazy. I mean, it, it must have been a whirlwind for you all year. Yeah. I honestly kept thinking, oh, this is the last part. This is be my peak. This is where, you know, my art is reached. But each time it's new projects, people contacting me to do a potential project. I mean, I've done live art now, so it's, it's crazy to think. I was at an arena painting live during a hockey game. Like, where does that happen? And I get to meet yeah. the mascot. I mean, it blows my mind, honestly. Yeah, so what which uh, hockey team was it again? Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto Maple Leafs. So, okay. And do they, yeah. they, did they contact you and say, Hey, we want yeah. you to do this? Wow. Yeah. They contacted Amazing. me, had me flown in and then I painted, stayed there for two oh. nights and then I, I painted during their game against, I think Edmonton. Really? Um, yeah. And I got to stay there and got to visit the city. So it was really fun. Uh, oh, that was man. the biggest project I got to do. Yeah. Oh. So can't believe Let's it. See. <laughs> And so, and where did where did that painting go that you did at uh, was it Scotiabank Arena there in Toronto? Did did it stay in the stadium or? Apparently the the mascot the person in the mascot got first dibs on it. So apparently if he oh, wanted okay. it, he, he she the mascot. I don't know who's underneath the the costume, but they got to huh. keep it. So cool. to wherever they live. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you've been uh so you had that going on. Uh, you've been doing athletes all year uh what's your favorite what's been your favorite athlete to do this year so far 
my favorite athlete this year. Um, I don't know. I think I've done so many. I'm really blanking on who have I even painted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember who I've painted this year because I feel like I'm, I'm. I'd have to get back to you. I'm. I'm just blanking right now of anybody. I'm literally looking at my room and I have no, no sense of concept of time right now. Kind of think probably doing that hockey one. I was like Carlton the Bear was pretty cool. Mm, yeah. Um, um, and then you've been on. You've been on a couple of different uh, TV stations, right? In Canada, like yeah. interviews and stuff. Quite a few, quite a few. Yeah, I remember. yeah. Even yeah, I made it onto the states too, uh, in on the news in where Demar Hamlin plays. He plays for Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo yeah, I Buffalo, made it on yeah, the Buffalo yeah. News. I made it on the Buffalo News huh? on one of their stations. Wow. Yeah. So it's just Pretty been crazy. this crazy time. I mean, what else? I mean. Have you had time to do anything else other than do your artwork? I mean, have you been able to like, <laughs> enjoy yourself a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I, there was one point I honestly was questioning just even seeing daylight because I was constantly painting. I had so many projects. I had a list of going on of like paintings to do, paintings to ship, paintings to prepare um, and like check marking them. So I knew at what point I was going. Um but I had some moments where I got to take breaks. So then I got to do my own personal projects. Um, or, I mean, I didn't get to do any Ted Lasso this year. I had no time. But yeah. I got to, I just reposted them. Um, but I got to do some sports. Like recently for the NHL playoffs, I got to do teams that were making, that were going further along. So I tried mm -hmm. to, to support teams who are going further. Now I think it's the Golden Knights versus Florida. But uh, I got to like paint some players. I got to paint some basketball players right now, the WNBA. So I'm doing some projects of my own that are personal that um, I get to do here and there, which is fun. Yeah. Exactly. Now you did also did some work for the, I think, Special Olympics, right? Did you do some work uh, for them? Yeah, the uh, Calgary, Calgary Special Olympics. I got to Calgary do Special Olympics. Olympics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, was that the one where you got, people got to bid on it and it was for... The charity thing yeah so that was my I, first one yeah I, I was i'm i was i was seeing that and i was going wow that must just be like crazy to have people bidding on your artwork and having to sign it yeah like, yeah like, the yeah 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 and sam am, am i correct and that one went for over four thousand dollars right yeah that one went over for four thousand dollars and he sent me a puck Thank you. Uh, saying thank you kind of as a gift, which was really nice. That's amazing. That one, 4000 And then I had another one with the LA Kings that sold, I think, for eight grand. Um, wow. They, uh, That's amazing. That one I was watching it go up and up and up and overnight. I mean, there are time zones different than mine. So I think I was up till 1 or 2 a.m. because they left the painting. They were had the painting at the arena. So I had a friend uh, go to the game who was going to the game, take pictures of my painting and seeing kind of what it looked like at that station for the the Browns uh, end of career kind of thing that goodbye. Is, uh, that's incredible. I mean, uh, it's great, and it's great that it all went to charity. Um, you're doing that type of stuff, which is amazing. I know people on Twitter are retweeting you all the time. Uh, some celebrities and some other places just retweeting you. Every time I see you on there, it's like, here's Samantha getting retweeted again. Here's Samantha <laughs> getting retweeted again. It's like, holy I crap, know. you know? It is. It is amazing. I, I'm and, beyond uh, impressed. I mean, MLS. I think shared it on TikTok. One of my artworks of I think uh, or one of our players I painted a while back. I reposted. I think so. Yeah. 
um, and I was like, oh my goodness. Well, it's, it's, it's so crazy. Cause when we first met you, uh, Sam, you're, you're very humble. You're a very humble person. And you're also very funny. You, you have some, we have, we've had some jokes and you're very friendly. And I, I knew for, a, I, I kind of thought the back of my mind, like pe people get to know Samantha a little bit better. She'll be a great interview to talk to and stuff. Like you're very outgoing and you can, you know, yeah. talk very well. So yeah, it's, I, we're, we're damn happy that it's all worked out for you. It's, it's great. Thank you. And it sounds Thank like you're just getting lot. started. It, it sounds like you're, like you're just getting started too. You you got so much more ahead of you as well. So it's yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, it's this is this is awesome. I, th I think what you're doing is is incredibly creative and incredibly talented. Yeah. It, Thank it's you just, so much. It's just great to see more and more people noticing what you're doing in your artwork and everything. I think I remember clearly during our first interview back in January of last year, we were talking about. I mean, I know you're, you you have a uh instagram account and what i suppose we just plug that well where is it sam woge art on instagram but specifically we were talking about twitter and, and followers and i'm just looking now your twitter following has blown up i'm not looking at your instagram at the moment but that has i'm assuming blown up just as well so that's just great yeah. to see too. Oh, yeah. i it's i still can't believe it honestly every day i i'm blown away thinking this is a dream because still processing people know that like I exist and I'm just not a person painting in my basement and my friends are just the ones liking it so when people either when I've like I've met a few people who are like oh I've seen your art I'm like no way I mean leaving Toronto and going to the airport and everybody saying oh I saw you on the jumbotron and camera was like the craziest experience to say like people know me like i'm still trying to process that that like people know me even just a little amount of people okay so question so follow-up question on that sam uh what's the craziest experience you've had in that kind of instance there i say that the, the toronto one was me trying to go through the airport with a hockey stick because they, oh. <laughs> they let me paint the hockey stick and i tried to keep it and i wanted to bring it home <laughs> um, but I had carry-on luggage. I didn't bring like a suitcase or anything. So I was like, oh, I'll just carry it on the plane and like, you know, just maybe put it in the front because or put it in the shelves. And I got to security and uh, they were like, no, you're not going through. Mm. Uh, and I'm like, but it's a stick. I don't have a suitcase or bubble wrap. I just stay the night. So they had me to put it. They had to tell me, go back in the other line to exit the check checking point and then go to luggage where they had to put it in the overcare overhead go over large bags uh large oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, and sure. and oh. ship it that way but it was just a stick like i didn't they literally had to put the label the the the, the label at the to go take flight like you need a ticket of your your baggage but the baggage yeah. is a stick so they had to stick it to the stick <laughs> and I just had to pray oh, when I landed. All the bags just didn't like fold it or anything, or somebody steal it. So I, was like, I think that was probably much craziest. Me just waiting in line with everybody who had luggage, and me just being like, I just need to like check this hockey stick before <laughs> I get there when I land. Uh, it's probably oh, the craziest man. thing. <laughs> a hockey stick? Yeah, I could. I can see that nowadays. I mean, back in the day, you could probably take a hockey stick on a plane, but nowadays, you know, anything could be used as a weapon. You know, right? They don't. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't know what you can do with. You know, that's the problem. I didn't think of that. I didn't think yeah. of that. I mean, yeah. I like yeah, Sam wasn't thinking. I was just mm. like, oh, like you know, they'll be nice. It's a stick. Like who, who's going <laughs> to yeah. do that? <laughs> but and clearly, it's, and it's and it's Canada. I mean, Canada. It's hockey. I was going to say you know? can, can, Canada. Yeah. Uh, they might be a little bit more lax on that than the U.S. Yeah. would be. Yeah. 
right? Like, I'm like, not going so far. It was about a two hour flight. So I was like, oh, it's going to be no issue. It's not crossing anything. I mean, I'm surprised the sticks made it. I honestly was expecting A for it to be stolen or the, the amount of bags to just break it in half. So power to the sticks, man. Sometimes they survive carry-ons. Yeah. Um, and following up on what uh, Connor was saying, have you, like, what's the craziest, have you met some of these people that you've done artwork on? Have you met any of them? I've met, a, well, so I've met a, two people who bought the paintings when I first, first began. Mm -hmm. um, they came and met me to get the painting. So they, that was a pretty surreal experience. I painted you and now I see you. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really weird because it's like I stare at your picture for like hours on end. So when it's me meeting them, like, oh, like I've stared at your face for over so many hours and now I'm getting to talk to you. That's I feel like is the weirdest experiment, probably experience in that whole process of being, oh, like you are real. You're three dimensional. I know it's weird to say, but that's probably the, the craziest part is, is that. Uh, you probably feel that. like a little bit of, kind of feel like a little stalkerish, right? Like you're stalking these people, like you're looking at them uh, like so long and yeah yeah honestly i'm just gonna, i'm trying to be calm and relaxed and be like hey i don't know you at all but no uh yeah it's, it's very just like it's not like i've you know like analyzed your whole face for a couple of hours so i try to try i try to be <clears throat> acting cool but i mean mm -hmm. i'm not cool that way so i i just try to skirt through so what's next for you i know before we talked you had some projects that are coming up that you can't talk about <laughs> yeah because they're so special that you've had to sign ndas for them which is crazy yeah, yeah. Uh, so you got a couple things coming up like that um do you have anything else you can tell us about right now that you got coming up i mean just more like paintings more like yeah i'm trying to think of what i can say and can't say yeah it's like that one's a big project three mm -hmm. large the largest i've ever done of paintings bigger than taller than me is one of the paintings oh. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's going to be, that was going to be a large one. Um, and then another one I just finished because they needed it by the end of this week. So it's going, it's flying to the States, actually, this painting um, of an athlete. But I can't say much more because it's, they okay. want to keep it to themselves. But I'm hoping they put it out there. I hope <laughs> so. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you guys get to see it. Maybe you'll get to see it in a couple of weeks. If, if, if that, uh, Hopefully we'll see it on there. Twitter or something like that. Yeah, that'd you be know? awesome. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, this is the one I was talking about. <laughs> uh, you know. So, um, so Sam, let's say, uh, let's say I have flown into Montreal for the weekend and I want to see some Sam Woj art. Where do I go uh, to see the most Sam Woj, Sam Woj art? Sam Woj art. Oh, man. I mean... Honestly, I, I I don't have much art showing anywhere in Montreal. I've I've had two artworks in the in gyms, but that was before kind of I started this new style. So that's like my very old style. I mean, I went to the gym a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh my gosh, I used to paint like regular workout people with like realistic bodies and doing exercises. So that would probably be the closest like gym. Um, I did a painting at a college. I, we call it college here, but it's. Mm -hmm not university right. and it's not high school so yeah. we have an in-between two-year um where you finish college uh high school one year early so then you get to go to this thing called college in quebec 
and do two years and you can just graduate and do your field. Wait, do, you, do you call that sixth form up there? I don't or... know what sixth form is. Okay, you, I'm, I'm, I'm so, totally off track here. Never mind. So we, I know because like, Ontario kind of does the extra year of high school because we end secondary five. I don't know if you know what secondary five is, but grade okay. six, grade 11. So grade 11, we finish like grade 11 in high school and then go to okay. this thing called college. So you do grade 12 there, I guess. And you just do your field. Like I did arts for like two full years and then became like nice. a, a mute artist. So uh, at that college slash, well, yeah, it's a big place. I got to uh, do a painting for them and they have it hung up on a wall, but I mean, anywhere else. Oh. I mean, it's, everybody has to talk to me to see my art, honestly. I don't have any studios yet. Okay, Maybe right. one day, but I will be yeah. moving, so not safe. Oh, you're, so that, you're so moving? People... Yeah, I'm most likely moving, to... moving um, Ontario, probably. Mm. Okay. So okay. end of the year, hopefully, um, we're gonna, mm -hmm. I'm like trying to package all my art up and trying to or like organize it while painting so it's really going to be a sad experience because I'm used to this room full of paint and now I'm just having to organize it as I prepare to pack up and sell this place so I can move to Ontario all right cool and hopefully have a studio one day no you need yeah. one probably right yeah yeah Dave and then I can answer your question where to put it and then you then I'll have an answer of where you can see my art <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, I think you, you, but you kind of answered my question. So you don't at the moment, hopefully, you in the future, but you don't have a studio now. So, and you kind of described your process pre before, but so if someone wanted to commission art from you, is it basically they they contact you and and you they would put in a request and if you could do it, yeah, you can do it kind of thing. Exactly. All mostly any com all my commissions have been people contacting me, writing me, finding a way. I mean, I sent one to Philadelphia recently. I think. Uh, who he was just in Florida and he was flying to Philadelphia. So I painted that. Everybody just finds me online. It's kind of really fun to see how people find me and what athlete. I mean, the Kelsey brothers did a video of, of like looking at my art. Some people mm -hmm. found me through that video to contact want, me, which was really amazing. I wanted to bring that one up. Actually, I had it written down with the Kelsey brothers because I remember it post. I mean, I'm sure you've had a lot of posts go, you know, so to speak, viral, but because of Jason and Travis Kelsey, that I think that just kind of blew up as far as the retweets, the likes and all that. But yeah, I remember watching that post and that was just incredible to hear. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, football fans, both in Canada and here in the US. So that that kind of just blew up and was really exciting. Is that one that, that I can't the, the artwork that you did, it featured either Jason or Travis Kelsey? Both. So it was both. Oh, it was a oh, Super Bowl oh, kind of painting. Where oh, I had them both that's right. Because the they were, of course, yeah, they were in the Super Bowl. Yeah, of course. So they somehow did they just see, it was that something you posted and then somehow they saw it and then did a video. I think it's probably a podcast they were doing yeah. together. And then yeah, blew up from there. I, wow. I don't know how they saw it. I mean, I know I did like a joke post on one of their comments of them like, oh, look at the art that they got to see in their studio. And I was like, oh, look at what I made. Um, I was like, ha ha. Um, you're missing one kind of joke and then I think a bunch of fans liked that post so I'm wondering if kind of their people found the video because of all those likes on my comment that they got to see it I don't know but I'm forever grateful and I'm, and I'm holding that on my kind of like top list of hey Kelsey brothers know me <laughs> for five yeah, seconds yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's again. That's it's been it's amazing. the The journey you've had has been amazing, and we. I mean, I'm 
looking forward to seeing what you're up to in this next year. Um, are you going to like travel to Europe and do a bunch of European sports stars, maybe down to South America? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Imagine, no, but imagine if I get to go to Europe, that would be insane. Hey, um, but first, I, I guess, I mean, it could happen, right? I mean, somebody connects with you out in like one of the premier leagues or something. And all of a sudden they're flying you out to London to do some soccer paintings. I mean, well, never mind I mean, the the athletic scene too. the The art scene in Europe is just insane mm -hmm. out there. I mean, there's so many opportunities, and with a, you know, I'm sure some of them are bound to to come onto your profile, and and they're they're gonna like what they see. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. so maybe next year when we meet up again, I'm gonna be able to tell you I went to Europe and I got to got to do an artwork. Who knows? Or you'll be doing yeah. the podcast from Europe. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, there you you go. maybe. Yeah. There you go. Maybe. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, uh, so so sad we couldn't make it up this year to see you, Sam, in Montreal for the game uh, last night. Um, but uh, I mean, it, we it, we would have hated the game anyways because they lost. But um, yeah, I think it would have been sadder if you did travel for that game. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you would have liked to see no, Montreal. I, I can see Montreal. We get we we would have met up with you, Sam. We could have had a couple Try drinks, talked about your art. Huh. And try, you would have had to try poutine. What's that? Poutine. You know, poutine. Poutine. Uh, poutine. poutine? It's, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, poutine. poutine. I'm guessing oh, it, poutine. Yeah, okay. We refer to I it mean, as poutine down here. Yeah, we, uh, we call it we call it poutine, but uh, I'm sure you have the right pronunciation up there. With yeah. The, yeah. It's like yeah, it's it's basically cheese curds and the gravy sauce and fries. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. A, it's originated from Quebec, so you have to have the original. Oh, poutine. okay. So yeah. it's extra oh. important up there. Then. Yes. So when yeah. you ever do come visit, you have to go and try where it originated from, which is here in Quebec. But the poutine, the poutine uh, <laughs> is how you call it. Poutine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've had it at the Minnesota State Fair before, but I'm sure you'd say mm -hmm. that isn't the original. You gotta no. have it from no. Quebec. Okay, it's not the same. All right. Nope. All right. I've, I've All added right. in the states. It's not. It's not really? like. It's not no. the same. No. no. Gotta, I can believe that. Come here. I can believe right. that for sure. Well, we'll we get up there. We'll do it. We'll have some of that. Yeah, and then you'll be amazed you'll be... and be like, "Yes." Definitely... What are some What are some other staples of Montreal we should try if we go up there? Smoked meat. Smoked meat. Let's say. Smoked meat. Okay. Oh, maple syrup. Well, yeah. Oh, oh of course. That yeah, yeah. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I grew up in Vermont, so I'm very familiar with the uh the um, maple syrup scene both in Vermont and then of course up in Quebec as well. So. Yeah. It's a special it's thing huge. here, I feel like. Oh, it's huge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those would be the top three, I think, things you'd have to try if you ever come here is it's in maple syrup and what was the other thing you said? Smoke meat. Smoke meat, you Smoke said. Smoke meat. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Yes, huh? I feel like it's pretty well known here. I think. Um, I don't know. So just, what, yeah. what's what's special about the smoked meat in Quebec? I think I think it's the meat. I think it's like how it's made. So we have like certain places that kind of make it. That's called Quebec smoked meat. I don't. Know. Okay. I I think I've just heard that it's like special. Um, but I could be totally off. I just yeah, it feels like it's been told. Like it's been I, I like smoked meat, so that's. Yeah, piqued my interest now. Yeah, yeah. Now reason you gotta try that. Now, now that's yep. now that's not one more reason to come here, right? And try it. Yeah. But now, if we come to Montreal, you won't be there. 
You'll be in Europe. Not going to watch yeah, you know, I'll be in Europe. That's that's gonna be the trade off. <laughs> or you know, like you'll be here, and I'll be just where you usually are, and then we'll just we would just put switch spots. Who knows? Come on. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. So is is Ontario then? Is that a city in? I know there's. I know it's a province, but it's, it's a province. So there's, but is there a city in Canada named Ontario then too, or no? No, no, no. Well, I, I'm hoping to be near Ottawa, so like Ottawa, Ontario. Because gotcha. Ontario is a province, but like I just I don't know where I'm gonna move yet. It's kind of still a question mark of exactly where I'm moving to. Um, gotcha. But it's probably near the Ottawa vicinity area. All right. I got my psychotherapy permit in Ontario, so I can mm. practice wow. being a psychotherapist. I officially got it a couple weeks ago. I passed the oh, exam. Nice. So Congratulations! Congrats! Yeah. I get to practice now in Ontario when I move there. God, an artist, a psychotherapist. I mean, yeah. what, what else? The next thing you're going to tell us, you can walk the tightrope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. If only, if only. Yeah, it's crazy. My next, uh, my next step, and I'll just do the trick next time. I'll just show you a video. I'm like, look, look at this. <laughs> tightrope in it. That's right. <laughs> She'll do it too, probably. Just watch me. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Sam, we'll get you out of here because uh, this has been fantastic. And uh, again, thanks for coming on. Your second time on the podcast, a little bit uh, more crazier than last time. But uh, we uh, we loved having you on last time, and I had to get you back this time. And I thought it was perfect after the Montreal game last night to have you on today. Um, and we'll have it next find- time, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll have you on next time. Thank we'll, you. We'll Thank you so on. much for inviting me. I love coming here and talking to you and, and kind of giving little updates of exactly where I am because it inspires me and hopes gives me motivation to keep doing better. So I have more to talk about next time I speak with you. Yeah. And if you're ever in if you're ever in the Minna, the the Minneapolis area or Fort Lauderdale, just uh Give us a give us a call. We'll we'll come down and show you around the cities. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. to show me what I need to look yeah. out for. Yeah, if I'm there, what I need yeah. to try. Is there any staples in your area? Well, oh, around well, here, it's um, uh, well. Tony's in Otsego. It's a little bit outside the about a little bit outside yeah. the cities, but uh, yeah, it's, is it's Minnesota not, known for anything? Uh, hot I'm dish. tater tot hot, hot dish, dish yeah. uh, walleye. Yeah. Maybe walleye, yeah. walleye, 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 walleye. Walleye. Yeah. It's, a it's a fish. Fish, um, fish is named walleye. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good. Yeah. It's a really good fish. It is. Very it's good it's fish. a It's a delicacy down here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that that That's is so funny. Exciting. Somebody just asked me as a tourist, what would you do in Minnesota? And I kept thinking, huh, well, you go to the Mall of America or you go up north to the lake or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Pretty that, much. That, yeah. I mean, that's why. Yeah, that's why hot dish hot dish was a good one because I had to think about that just too for a second or two. It's like, huh, Minnesota food stable. That's tough, but yeah, hot dish. That's a good one. Yeah, hot dish. It's good. Everything. And we have we have good food here, just like you have good food yeah. up in uh, Montreal. Yeah. You know, different. Like I try some but, of these things. Though. Yeah, try them out. If you see walleye on a menu, try it. You'll like it. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um. Again, Sam, thank you very much for coming back on the podcast. We'll get you back on here in uh, in the next year, hopefully, if you have time for us again. Um, <laughs> of you know, course, with, all the time. With your busy Always schedule that you got, got going on. But, uh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, I know we're, we're very excited to have you back on again, and it was uh, it's been fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I mean, I'm hopefully it's going to be a better game for you guys next time. 
next time we talk? Like, uh, we're not talking. Maybe. Maybe. Next time, uh, if we're not, not talking about that. It'd be great to talk no, with you. No, 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 no. Oh, well, at least, at least somebody's. At least somebody's team won, you know, last yeah. year. So. Right. Yeah. We got we have a happy face on the podcast today. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'll let you guys heal your wounds. <laughs> Thanks. And we'll talk about it next time. All right. Yeah. When you when you leave here, Sam, we're all gonna start drinking our beer and talk about how shitty we were last night. So that's that's yeah. what we're gonna do. <laughs> that's gonna happen. Oh, man. So. Good way to heal right. is with beer. All right, well, thanks good. again, Samantha, and uh, we'll, hopefully uh, things go well for you, and we'll talk to you a little bit later. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, Have a good rest you. of your guys. Thank night. you, Sam. Yeah, thank Bye. you. Good to talk to you again. Take care. Bye. Yep. Bye. And we're back from the interview, guys. Talking to Samantha again was fantastic. Um, yeah, it was I, great to have her on again. It was awesome. Yeah. It was uh, amazing that she's done so much in the last year. Um, just been a whirlwind of stuff for her to do. And, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's killing it very, very much. So, uh, amazing, amazing stuff. You know, um, we should have recommended that she do a messy painting. Uh, yeah. I think she has done, she has done one of them, but in a oh. Miami. Oh, in a Miami. Yeah. 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 That's right. yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the MLS. Yeah. 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 That would Spoiler be a alert if you if, if you've been living under a rock for the past week and didn't hear the the big news out of right, right. The, the soccer world for that matter. So. Literally mm-hmm. everyone's talking about soccer in South Florida right now. So yeah. even non soccer fans are talking about uh-huh. soccer. So who's coming? Who is this guy? Who's this Messi? I have no idea who he is. is Messi it, uh, played, is it won a is World good? Cup last year? Is he good? Year? He, he's Argentina. similar to David Beckham, maybe a little oh, longer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a be- he's a better player, uh, but similar in popularity, I would say. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Dude, um, his, his jersey sales are going to go through the roof. He's they're going he's going to be the biggest jersey turn, sale probably yeah, turn, of all. You will not be able to buy a Miami no, jersey no. for the next turn, year. I mean, tur- if they turn on the printing presses right now for those jerseys, they couldn't print enough of them. They, I mean, I think yeah, that's not an understatement. No. It, it could just yeah. let it run all night, all day. So, yeah, Messi's coming to to Miami. So there we go. Um, the big news, guys, before we talk about the game, of course, the news did they finally announce the sale of uh, Amria to Mazatlan? Um, yeah. Did they? Just, I don't. Did they disclose how much we got for him? Anybody? They know? said undisclosed. Yeah, undisclosed. Yeah. yeah. So we won't actually. We probably will never know. Right. Maybe. Who knows? But so yeah, he's gone. Um, like we talked about last week. Um, so Pookie Watch is in full effect. Um, and after last night's game, guys, uh, anything could possibly help this team because... Wait, did you say Pookie or Poopy? Pookie. Pookie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pookie. D- David, no. you say Poopy and we say Pookie. Yeah, you, yeah. You, David, I know I, you're going to say Poopy. Poopy Watch. As long as we're yeah. talking about it, maybe, maybe you guys know the answer, maybe you don't. So can they announce... Uh, a move like that, or do they have to wait until the transfer window opens? I no, think. they can announce it. Yeah, they could announce yeah. it as long as he's uh, put pen to paper. Okay, and, so it just yeah. he just it just can't be official, I suppose, until the fifth yeah he can't participate window. until transfer season yeah. transfer window which, starts. Mm-hmm. Which, my goodness, I guess that's only a few weeks away, anyways. So it's it's gone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was stuck watching this game at the Texas Roadhouse in uh, Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, great place to watch a loons game 
because uh, everybody up there was excited uh, to be able to watch it. Of course, they couldn't have it on TV, so I was watching on my phone. Um, when you say everybody, was it were, were there more people than just you and your family looking forward to watching that game? There? <laughs> no, no. Uh, okay. Crazy thing about Texas Roadhouse guys in Duluth, <laughs> right? Roadhouse is uh, that uh, have you guys been to the one in Coon Rapids up here? I didn't I know there was one in Coon Rapids. Yeah, there is. Oh, and wow. it's always, always packed. Like you have to get there mm-hmm. early and there's always people. This place in Duluth, that's like, it wasn't a ghost town, but it was not packed like the Coon Rapids spot. Saturday night, um, no kidding. Or... Just Saturday night. So uh, it was a shout out to a guy I met yesterday, Cameron, who was sitting next to me at the bar. And we started chatting about uh, soccer a little bit. And he's, uh, of course, he's he likes this Houston, the Dynamo. So uh, shout out to him. I told him about the podcast. He liked us on Spotify, so hopefully he's giving a listen. So Cameron, hey, told you to give a shout out. Tell him to say hi to Dylan Walpers for us. Yeah, it was Dylan Walpers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, But uh, yeah, it was was a game, guys. Um, There's one word I could say about it. It was was poopy. Maybe it was was a poopy game. Maybe It's just poopy. Poopy game. Poopy. Poopy. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I don't know. Was it really a game? I mean, I felt like there was only one side really playing. I don't. I mean, to be fair, I mean, you, you, there was definitely only one manager. That's yeah. well, not according well, to Adrian Heath. But let's just talk right. briefly about the fact that there was a bunch of defensive mishaps. Uh, but DJ Taylor was out of position on one goal. It was ridiculous. Um, uh, a couple other ones. It's it just what, defensively, they like, look like shit. And what, like the I don't even know. Like in the first ten minutes, like it's hard. I like I mentioned earlier. I think I was listening to the first twenty five minutes of this game. Um, and so it's hard. To, it's really hard to listen and visualize it. Of course, I looked at the highlights after. But like on that first one, it's just like the goals came seem to come out of nowhere for Montreal. And I don't know. Like you mentioned, D like DJ Taylor. I don't know if if you're talking about the first goal or not. But he nearly came back and made a miraculous tackle almost saved that toy toys first goal but i mean he yeah. but the only you back up the only thing i'll say about that he nearly he nearly saved that goal with a nice uh, tackle on the ball but he but toy still managed to muscle it past and into the back of the net but the only thing i'll say is looking back at that first one and i don't want i don't want to talk about this game forever like you guys but it seemed like he was jogging back it's, there was no urgency you know, he's just jogging back when, you know, maybe he didn't expect, I think it was Tapias ended up um, unable to get the ball, get the ball away. But yeah, it's just, it was just really odd. And just so, so it, I don't even know. I mean, you're only seven minutes in the game, but it wasn't even necessarily against, against the run of play how they scored that, but it was just very odd. And there you go. You're down one. Nothing. Yeah. You know, I think the second goal was where mm. DJ really bombed. That was um, I mean, the second goal then. Yeah. In fact, I didn't see the first goal because I was playing Mario Kart with my daughter. And probably better use your time. (laughs) Well, and that was the thing. That's kind of went through my head because all of a sudden I saw the texts that alluded to a goal. And then I saw the announcement on my phone and I was like, Mm -hmm. wait, the game just started. Why is there a goal already? Mm -hmm. And and so, yeah, I mean... I rewatched the highlight of that first goal, and yeah, I didn't really think anybody did anything terrible there. And it, 
it's just it's just it came out of the midfield it probably shouldn't have yeah. but it did and and then the, the second goal was was even a little weirder and like if we're talking about taylor taylor you could tell he was all the way up on the the wing you know and mm-hmm. i think yeah. credit to him this time he was he was actually running back but no chance he couldn't get back but yeah it just came true. out of the middle midfield just kind of bad giveaways just yes yeah and then you're third, everything 13, was bad 13 minutes into the game you're down two nothing on the road it's like he it's just that's why we don't want to talk about this game because it was basically yeah. over well, before it started. The well, only thing that I would like to mention is I brought it up to you guys on uh, text was mm-hmm. it was the third goal. Right. That whole thing started because of Adrian Heath and his coaching. Um, mm-hmm. Dave, I don't know if you saw it when you I didn't see watched it live, it. no. Okay. Well, yeah, I know when you watch. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, There's a point where I think it's Rosales is taking the throw in and Adrian is like right next to him basically. And he's yelling at Will Trapp to come forward, come forward. And because of the timing and everything, Rosales' throw was kind of short and and Trapp had to head it down and he Mm -hmm. headed it right into Montreal's possession. And then Heath was like telling Trap to pressure, pressure. And he's telling him to come forward mm-hmm. toward the ball. And so mm-hmm. Trap took like a step in and they immediately went long. And he mm-hmm. was now out of possession or out of position for mm-hmm. any defensive action whatsoever. And yeah. they broke free and it mm-hmm. just fell to pieces. Mm-hmm. And it was, I, I swear, I, I blame Adrian Heath 100%. He told, Will trap to do everything mm. wrong twice that mm. led to that goal. I just it, it that was bad. Not to mention the that was the offsides, right? The it offsides was. call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boxel yeah. was swearing that it was offsides. Mm-hmm, it was clearly mm-hmm. onside. Um, well, let's guys, let's talk big picture about this team for this game. A, it's obvious the team didn't come to play yesterday. I mean, they just they looked like. They just looked, and, and the, the fucked up thing is, Montreal had played on Wednesday, right? Right. right. We right. had all week. We had all week, all week to prepare for this game. I, I will say a this. Short week. Yeah, we'll say this, Tony. Listening to Adrian Heath's uh, training notes prior to the game, I think came out Friday or something. But he did give the 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 lads Monday and Tuesday off completely. Oh. Um, now, okay. to be fair, I'm not criticizing that decision. I'm just saying he did so they it wasn't exactly a full week of of, of training and to prepare what? but did i mean say why? They, well yes he did i mean he basically said i mean we all know they're coming on the month of may was incredibly yeah, busy for, for, for this team and most mls teams to be fair but yeah just really busy he said he basically i'm paraphrasing basically just said he could tell they needed a break they needed a break from each other is what he said more or less i think and so they okay. gave him, he gave him a break. So, okay. So I just want to throw that in there. So I, I did not hear that. Thank you for bringing that up. I, I think that's insane. These guys, this is their job. I mean, do I need a break? Well, not now because I work remotely, but well, yeah, prior yeah. to working remotely, do I need, <laughs> did I need a break from my coworkers? Yeah, all the time, but I didn't get one because it's mm-hmm. my job. I deal with it. I'm a professional. That's the way it works. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys don't. This is their. This is their life. They if they can't handle their teammates, they need to learn how to cope with that. I I I don't know. I mean, you give players extra days off when you're preparing for a game that's on the road 
against a team that's who that's going to be tired, like get them in gear so they're prepared. I'm yeah, bad. exactly. Even if I I I hundred percent agree with you, David. And even if it fine, you're you're coming coming off an incredibly busy stretch. Yeah, you know, even if you want to go through, you know, a one session or a light day or two, but yeah, get yourself yeah. in the building, do a little bit of training, you know, especially you know with with Reynoso coming back, uh, trying to get fit, like do something other yeah, than com- two days off completely. So yeah, that that, that perked my eyebrows when I heard that actually. So it's, uh, we looked flat yesterday, guys. Flat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just let's put it disjointed. Everything like that. I knew that Adrian Heath would probably put Ray in at halftime, which I think he did, right? Ray came yeah. at the half. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know if Ray even would have saved this game for us uh, the way that we were playing. There, there was definitely a noticeable change. Um, Franco looked a lot better yeah. in the second half. Good call. Good call. <laughs> um, I thought... Bongi actually looked worse. Hmm. So I don't know if that was tiredness or if I don't, I mean, I don't want to read into it, but I mean, there's a possibility that he wasn't, you know, right on the same page with and, Emmanuel and, for all I yeah, know. And, Re- and Re- Reynoso actually had, I mean, maybe a bit optimistic on, on one or two of them, but he had a couple of shots on goal himself. He um, had that really great one where he, yep. he took it inside and he spun it. And he went wide by maybe a couple yards. I thought I was like, "Ooh, that's you know, two games from now, that might have been a goal." I know the one you're talking about. He he made that look easy, and it, it yeah. certainly wasn't the way he spun around like that. That was pretty. Yeah, crazy. I mean, that I was really impressed. And I, we didn't want to dig into the game too much, but I want to give you <laughs> something about the stats. Okay, Ray played you know only a half, right? Yeah, and he had he had. Um, more progressive passes and he had more uh well he had better passing um he had on top of that um better progressive distribution um he had gosh he had more touch almost more touches in the attacking third than anyone else um he <laughs> He had double the progressive carries of any other player. I mean, he definitely looked the part. Um, and I think we there was a little glimmer. In fact, uh, credit to um, Dan O for uh, pointing this out on Twitter. Because I didn't see this tweet from Minnesota United, but the Minnesota United social media person mentioned that things were happening. And I I checked it and it looked like the timing was in the second half. And so I agree. I agree completely because it kind of looked like something might happen, but in reality, nothing was happening. I mean, other than me drinking more. I mean, (laughs) well, (laughs) yeah, my, just broad broad, and maybe, maybe I missed it. Um, going into the week, but not that I'm not saying this would have made the difference in a four nil defeat, but I was surprised. I didn't learn until basically the lineups were announced that uh, saying Ben was uh, had a knock or injury during training this past week. So that was kind of a surprise to me. I don't know if you guys know anything more about that, but they, I don't know. Yeah. I was also, they brought uh, what's his name up. Oh, uh, Emmanuel, you, you, 
So anyway, anyway, yeah. I believe mm-hmm. this, th- I, I could be wrong, but I believe this was the last time he can be brought up from MNUFC 2 without, um, you know, the first team squad basically purchasing his contract mm-hmm. from the deuce. So that's I mean, that would make sense, I guess. It's I something know to note because, yeah, you had, it's per, uh, each player, you know, has a number, I think it's four, I want to say, times that they can be brought up. It might be three or four, but I'm okay. I'm pretty sure this would have been the last time. So it's something to note, you know, if we have any more depth issues you know, at, at the striker position. So you would, you would think then that if he's on a very limited availability, that maybe he'd be used more as yeah. opposed to bringing him in the 70 some minute. Yeah. I mean, well, why would you waste that opportunity? Well, I don't know. Season? I, I think it's because, you know, like I just said, Zeng Ben was out with injury <clears> and, you don't who you don't have anybody really at, at that nine spot behind Mena Garcia. So I mean, not that we haven't played shorthanded yeah. every other match this season. Yeah. Pretty much every match. But yeah. to, to be fair, also, um Ray was playing a bit of a false nine um in the second half, which yeah. was I don't know if it was good or not, because I mean he played very well. But mm-hmm. I wonder if the fact that it didn't tra- translate into anything, if that was because of the way he was playing. He was playing very high up the pitch. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't. I, I guess I don't know. I mean, that could be reading into it a bit. But, um, you know, I if, if there was, and I'm going to say it now, if there was ever a game in the last six years, Right, six years. I can't do math. I've had too much yeah, more today. Um, that I have felt the heat era needs to end. It was last night. I mean, I just feel like this whole season he has how we've managed to stay in the playoff. Hall. Mind you, the playoffs are bullshit. Expanding. They've expanded. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, how we've managed to be in this position this entire season, the way we have been, is is beyond me. And I refuse to give I, Adrian Heath credit for it. I don't know. Because he, I think it's just luck. It might. Mm-hmm. I, I was just going to say that. I, I yeah. didn't want to step on you. I'm glad you finished that because I totally agree. I mean, credit, not necessarily this game, not, not every game, but credit – the back line and Dane St. Clair in most games, they've done a tremendous job. You know, Minnesota has been able to win games. I mean, they have five wins on the season. A majority of those were one nil victories, you know, mm-hmm. where they're scoring one goal and still managing to win the game. And I, there's a lot of that, you know, I mean, that's just the fact. So, I yeah. mean, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Thanks to the expanded playoff format this year, they, they're, they're sitting at, I'm looking at 1.18 points per game. And it's if the playoffs started today, they would be in as the nine seed. But it is terrible, mm-hmm. you know. It's a so. it's it's stupid. I can't explain well, it. I mean, we well, all you, know what it is, but you know, we know what it is. It's yeah, we right, absolutely it's, know what it is. It, this team for the last mm-hmm. what year and a half or two years has mm-hmm. revolved around Reynoso, and we're starting to see yeah. that as he's coming back. Um, yeah. And I think the problem is 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 Heath trying to force things and we've talked about this but he's trying to force his formation his squad to do what it was doing with Reynoso without Reynoso and that just wasn't working it was scoring maybe a goal a game if they were lucky and you know they couldn't they don't have any other answers right now they just don't in my opinion. They, they don't and it, what's crazy is okay now we have played 
three games, right, without Luis Amaria. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we have done no better than when we have with him, <clears throat> which begs the question, as always, is it at all Luis Amaria? You know, is it at all Mender Garcia? Is it at all saying Ben? Or is it the man behind the curtain pulling the strings? Well, he's not behind the curtain, really. He's out front saying stupid shit like we played well. <laughs> well let's, let's, exception let's to the four goals. Did he, did, let's, did he let's say talk that about last that. night? Let's, talk, yeah, about let's that. talk about that. I let's didn't hear that. that. That's crazy. The yeah, fact well, that after the Joey, game. Joey, you talk. Said, I'm going to look up the – got to get the tweet. Well, his, his, his thing was after the game, he said, I mean, between the goals they scored, we played fairly well. Which, Which is first like, of all, is like, come on, dude. Like, that's like, you know what? That's that's the that's kind of like blind justification at at yeah. its at best. Yeah, I, I think like, you know what? I could listen if if Minnesota went to Montreal and lost one to nothing. Let's say mm-hmm. whether it was late, whenever the goal was scored, if they lost one nil, I, I could maybe listen to that and maybe even agree. But to say something like that, you know, allowing four goals, yeah, it's just preposterous. That's not how you look at games, and you know, that's not how you analyze games. And goals are and everything. It's, and it's also not even true. Like we, I, I don't right. think we did play well in between the four goals. We were on the back. We were on the back foot a lot, and we had barely any chances. There weren't a lot. There weren't a lot of shots. Uh, shots on goal. Maybe he is looking at stats because technically Minnesota held possession advantage over Montreal. Minnesota actually had shots uh, advantage over Montreal. You know so maybe he was looking at some of those stats. He had pat. They had passing accuracy. Again, I'm I'm saying this in jest because I don't agree, obviously. But but, but you right, know what? I get, yeah. St- you know what happens, Dave? Though hmm. stats don't score goals, dude. No, they exactly don't. right. They don't. Yeah, they don't. You Which, can give me all the yeah. you give me all the stats you want in the world. They don't score goals. Right. I mean, that's just the way it works. And I know we've had some great stats. We've looked at some great stats from the loons saying, hey, their expected goals are here, here, and here. But the reality is they're not scoring. Yeah. And what's yeah. the problem? Is it's an Adrian Heath problem. It's 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 gotta be the game that he plays. It's just it's it's not working for this team anymore. Yeah. So, so what I, I, can't find, I can't find the actual quote. I thought Greer had posted it, but I can't find it. Um, what the paraphrase was that he felt the team played very well um, mm-hmm. between the conceded goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You know what's funny? You know, <laughs> it, is, it is funny. And like, if you look at expected goals, you brought it up, not me. So, but it was, hey, Montreal only had 1.5 expected goals, so there's that. But what's funny is if you look at the chart, which I am now, basically Minnesota was flat until halftime. They, they were like 0.1 or 0.15 expected goals, something like that. And it basically goes yeah. parabolic. It goes parabolic after Reynoso comes in at the half. So that's interesting. Not that they ended up getting a goal, of course. But It's like it's like a baseball, a man, a baseball coach saying, well, this guy pitched well in between the four home runs he gave up. You still hear that all the time. Well. Yeah. You do hear that. Yeah, that you hear fun. that. It's like the fucker gave up four home runs, dude. Yeah. He didn't pitch well at all. Right. You know? Gave up four solo home runs and lost four to nothing. It's Yeah, it's you know, I, I feel like I, I saw that actually this last couple months, last month maybe, yeah. 
at, yeah. for a Brewers game where there was a pitcher who he ended up striking out like six. He had four earned runs, but all four earned runs were home runs. And I, I recall Craig Council saying something about how well he pitched. I'm like, no, no, that's we didn't, didn't. not that well. I mean, sure, no, he got no. six Ks. I guess that's good. Mm -hmm. But that's yeah. a silver lining on something that's not very normal. So this game ends, guys, 4-0. We have a week yeah. off now. Is this the ugliest this game of the year, would we say? I or think not? so. I mean, yeah, of the year, up. probably, yeah. 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 Ugly. Yeah. I mean, just the lopsided scoreline alone, is, it just looks so bad. Lopsided scoreline and the way we played, is, it was ugly. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. think of anything good about this game. And Besides so, the fact that uh, Ray came on and did, uh, I mean, did well, I would say. I mean, I suppose we came out of it without any injuries. Yeah. 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 Way to find the silver line, David. I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> <Right. Hey. laughs> but yeah, um, and but like the I don't know, the downside is Tony, as you alluded to, now they get to sit and stew on this one for two weeks two because weeks. they have a bye but week now. The plus side is that Ray should be completely match fit. Yeah, next time we play. So. so that should be the plus side of it. So he alluded he in his uh, pre, prior to this game, prior to the Montreal game, he he basically alluded, he basically said that more or less. And so hopefully we'll see Ray make his first start. Another name he brought up that kind of in the same boat is we could see Debassy, yeah. you know, and oh, yes. and what was interesting and also is he kind of made it sound like he, he didn't sound terribly optimistic about taxi, Cameron Lawrence. Um, yeah. Although he did say, you know, with this bye week, he could be back, but it would be nice to see Debassy uh, back. I, so does it, I don't know. Does it matter? Maybe no. <laughs> I mean, because it really the the right side isn't really the pro well. Maybe it is the problem now after how DJ played. I mean, I've always pictured the left side as being well, the really bad. Well, the issue so we need to address. But I guess if you bring. Debossi back and you know and he's 100% fit and he just steps right back in and he he plays really well then he's locked down the right side but we're still dealing with DJ Taylor on the left on the right look sorry well, yeah well yeah, no, 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 sorry no. I'm, you're, I'm, you're, I'm no, no, no. switched no you're 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 right I'm just just to point out so D, because Taxi was not available to play the left Yes, that's where right. they 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 put i think so apparently valentin is is comfortable only on the right apparently because every time that valentin and dj taylor are on the pitch together it seems like they move dj yeah. to the left and you know i texted a few ramblings last night about, last night about that and it yeah i i thought yeah, that I valentin had been on the left at one point and it doesn't look like he ever has however valentin was pulled so adrian heath doesn't think he's very comfortable so if mm -hmm. Debassi's on the left, then Taylor's back to the right. Mm -hmm. But the way Taylor's played on the left, you have to think the right might not be that good, but maybe Taylor's just more comfortable on the right. Could be. Which might be good news, I suppose. Yeah. And then it's just, in, in you know, in broad terms, it's nice to have Bakke Debassi back because he, he yeah. can at least provide more depth Obviously, he can play those center back positions as well. So, right. Or position, I should say. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, it was a shitty game. Let's stop talking about it.
Yes, that um, took way too long. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and we did. So what we're going to do this week, guys, is because we had the Samantha interview. We're going to skip history and funny story tonight because. Yep. Yeah. It's. I don't feel like there's nothing funny tonight. It's hard to be I, funny. I, I, I think we already story. had a funny story. It happened last night. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. yeah. But it's funny faux pas, not funny ha ha. Right. Funny ha ha. Yeah. Faux pas. Exactly You're right. going to be disappointing all those fans that only tune in to listen to the funny story at the end. So, but, well, that's too bad. But like David, good point. The game was funny. So, yeah, good enough. Yeah, it's funny times. And the other guys want to talk about before we get out of here tonight? Yeah. Nothing. Mm, I mean, I guess we could spend another 20 minutes talking about Messi if you guys want. No. <laughs> no. The fact that David wants to start a, a, a inner Miami podcast yeah. called Hoppy Herons. I think you yeah, got to jump on that you. before that name yeah, is taken. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a, I think it's a good idea. There you go. Start it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have no game next week, guys. Um, so we will probably not record next week um, because there's no game unless something crazy comes up because um, next week's Father's Day anyways. So. Uh, probably won't record unless something crazy happens with the loons or some big news announcement comes on, maybe, but probably not. No. So, uh, yeah, so for myself, uh, Tony, for Dave, David, and Connor, we'll talk to you guys in a week or two. Go loons. Go loons. Peace out. Go loons. Peace out. <laughs>